ask that um, this word that we're about to receive, Lord, that we receive it, Lord, pure of heart, and that we put all distractions away in our lives, Lord. Again, we're grateful for the place that you give us here to worship, Lord, and now uh, the most important part, Lord, your word, your precious word. We ask this all in your precious and holy name. In the name of Jesus, amen. Y'all may be seated, brothers and sisters. Praise the Lord. Dios bendiga a todos esta noche, hermanos. Qué bueno que estamos todos aquí. Uh, God bless uh, the kids' classes this uh, evening and the youth. You know, brothers and sisters, uh, in thinking a little bit uh, tonight on tonight's message, uh, today on tonight's message, um, there's a lot of unique things that uh, you start to find in the Bible, and once you... Uh, uh, you've studied it through the years, and God bless the teachers that, you know, uh, hopefully they can teach uh, a lot of the examples and a lot of the history. And there's some great stories that I remember growing up learning about, uh, and I pray that the kids also have that opportunity to learn and, and are taught on things. Amen. It's a very important thing. It's very important, hermanos, que los niños uh, crecen aprendiendo de la Biblia. Uh, yo conozco personas que ya, ya eran adultos cuando vinieron a las cosas de Dios y no saben nada de la Biblia, no saben historias, no saben eso. Uh, it's, it, it's important, brothers and sisters. I know people, you know, that came later on to the things of God and um, they may, may never had an opportunity to go to church when they were younger and they uh, don't know stories of the Bible. They're not aware, aware of stories in the Bible. They, uh, uh, it's all new to them and it's... Um, um, it's it's important. It's important as as parents that we instill this in in our kids uh, while they're young. Uh, tenemos un trabajo, hermanos, uh, uh, como uh, padres para instruir nuestros niños, hijos en las cosas de Dios, para que cuando hay en el momento que puedan hablar con Dios, que Dios le pueden recibir en todo, le pueden recibir en 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 gran manera en su vida. Uh, it's important, brothers and sisters, for us to, as parents, not to stop talking to our kids about the things of God, especially while they're younger, while they're, while they're growing up, uh, and not take breaks from that, not take uh, um, any, any uh, time off on that, because it's going to pay, pay off in the, in the long run. Uh, and brothers and sisters, we need to do those things. We need, it's important for us to, to stay on guard on those things. I, start, I was thinking a little bit while we're playing music, as parents, you know, we get distracted with a lot of things, right? You have responsibilities that we have to maintain, right? We have uh, obligations that we have to, uh, you know, that we have. And I used to tell kids because I used to, when I was in, when I used to work with the youth, youth, I used to hear a lot of subtle murmuring, right? There is this subtle murmuring that would happen, things that weren't fair. And I said, hey, do you ever think about what it is to be a parent? Have you ever thought about what it is that you have to make rent, that you have to pay the electricity bill, you're not going to have it next month? Or that you, you know, you have all these food on the table, all these things. I started kind of putting all these things out there and um, kind of putting it on them to discuss it. And, and a lot of them didn't uh, comprehend that. They didn't understand the weight of that. 
But that being said, as parents, we can't allow that to be the excuse why we don't go the extra effort to, to, to teach our children. Uh, le pregunté a los niños una vez, en, los jóvenes, uh, cuando estábamos teniendo clase, porque estaban murmurando mucho de los padres, y les pregunté, ¿tú sabes qué es para pagar renta, para tener obligaciones como un padre, uh, para poner comida en, en la mesa? Y comenzamos a hablar de diferentes cosas, electricidad, y, y les pregunté cosas que, que podían responder y, y no entendieron esas cosas. Pero eso no es excusa para padres para olvidarnos la importancia, importancia que es de hablar a nuestros uh, hijos del Señor. Y qué bueno es el Señor en sus vidas, en lo que puede ser Dios en sus vidas. Porque estamos viviendo en un, en un tiempo, hermanos, cuando estamos viendo muchos jóvenes haciendo cosas dañosas, cosas que feas cosas, porque no tuvieron padres que los sentaron y, y hablaron con ellos en, en qué es el bueno y el malo. We're seeing right now terrible times where there's a lot of young people out there doing terrible things. And why are they doing it? Because there was no right or wrong instilled in them. There was no right or wrong instilled in them. There was no conversation in the backing of, uh, uh, of what God would do, what God would want from us. So I was thinking a little bit about that, brothers and sisters, and, 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 uh, as, as, as we were worshiping there, but I was thinking about this message, uh, uh, and the title of the message is Finding Our Way Home. So estaba pensando en eso, hermanos, cuando estábamos tocando, pero el título del mensaje es Encontrando Nuestro Camino a Casa. Uh, uh, mi familia, los gustamos a, a ir a quedarnos uh, cuando vamos a ir a vacaciones. Los, los gustamos a veces... No ir a un, ¿cómo se dice? Hotel, ¿es hotel o hotel? Hotel. Uh, preferimos quedarnos en una casa uh, e, y rentar una casa porque es más campio y, y tienen cocina ahí para, para podemos uh, hacer comida ahí. Y es más fácil para nosotros. Hemos uh, rentado casas en el pasado y, y, y es, es, es más fácil para nomás, uh, porque hay más amplio lugar. Uh, y, y, pero no importa donde los quedamos, uh, ya estamos, muchas veces ya estamos listos para venirnos para la casa. Cuando llegamos a la casa, hay cosas en la casa que no teníamos en diferentes lugares. No importa si estamos en México, estamos en, uh, en, en Montana o, o lo que sea. Cuando llegamos para la casa, siempre para nosotros, cuando van para vacaciones, regresan para atrás y piensan, ay, pero esto es mi casa. You know, brothers and sisters, Jennifer and I, we, we, we started a while back. We'd like to, we would like to rent houses instead of renting hotel rooms. It just for us, it was easier. Instead of renting a hotel room that's small to rent a house. Uh, and we found out at times it was just a little bit more. You can actually find really good deals where it's a little bit more than a hotel. And you actually, you're, you're not, you know, a kid's not sleeping on the floor or all these different things that you guys all remember us when we were growing up. So we... Um, you know, we've had an opportunity to, to do that in the past. But in thinking about that, we always enjoy when we have, when we come home. It's just like on any vacation. It doesn't matter where you're at. You could be at the most beautiful place. And, and, it, and it, it's like, oh, you know, I miss this. I miss that. But then you also miss your home. It's your home. That's why it's your home, right? You know, you miss creature comforts that you have. Some of you are like, I don't. I want to go somewhere right now. I see you through the mask. 
I can see some of you are saying, Brother Gabe, you don't know what you're talking about. Uh, I want to go and do this. And understand that, okay? Calm down. We're on quarantine right now, okay? So that's going to come one day. You'll be able to do it. Todos me están mirando locos ahorita por diciendo, ¿cómo puedes decir eso? Yo quiero ir para la mar ahorita y quedarme ahí y no estar en la casa. Yo entiendo eso, yo entiendo eso. Sí, es bonito eso. Pero se extraña la casa. But we miss our home. We miss people. We miss seeing people that we know, that we see. The church, of course, when we're gone and we see everybody again, hey, how was it? Good, you're back. Oh, man, you're, you're, you're darker now. I am. I've always been dark. But we miss home. And, and a lot of times, brothers and sisters, we, we have got to understand the importance that, you know, God has instilled in them. It's just an, there's an oddity to it because we, 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 we miss being around the people we're used to being around and also being at home. So, you know, there's something, and I wrote this down, there's something about calling something home. There's something powerful about calling something home. Uh, the comfort and the peace and the rest you find. You know, uh, Brother Renee and Sister Donna, I'm sure when you guys were in the hospital, it was nothing like when you got home. It's another example, too, of just being somewhere where, you know, you're having to, you know, um, you're, you're, you're in an in a, in a odd, odd place, an odd location, that that starts to become normal, and that's not good at times. You know, and brothers and sisters, we must be careful um, at times that we don't create false homes. Necesitamos tener cuidado, hermanos, que no estamos creando, creando uh, uh, casas falsas. Porque podemos uh, pensar que uh, aquí es donde hay mi descanso, aquí es donde me gusta estar, aquí es donde quiero estar, aquí es donde estoy comfortable, como se dice, confortable, cómodo. Pero no, no es así, como dice la Biblia. Y debemos uh, a pensar en, en muchas maneras, maneras hermanos, como, como estamos mirando que es estar en la casa. You know, brothers and sisters, there's a, you know, in creating a false home, we could, we, we got to be very careful that we don't put these important things like comfort and peace in something that's temporary. In something that's not our final destination. And sometimes we're too, too easily moved by that. Uh, but this is not, our home that we go to is not our final home. And yet sometimes we get to that point where it becomes a repetitive nature that it becomes that. Uh, and so, you know, I, I started looking in the Bible and there's a lot of exa- examples in the Bible of uh, how the people of God uh, started going to a lot of different places. Of being pushed out of their home. If we look at it, there's a lot of examples in the Bible, brothers and sisters, uh, where uh, the people of Israel uh, didn't have a, a home. They were exiled from home. You know what that means? That means that they were pushed away from their country, their home. They were captured and taken to other places, other countries. None of us have ever experienced that. Estaba estudiando la Biblia. La Biblia habla mucho, hermanos, de, de los, el pueblo de Israel y que muchas veces no, tuvi, no tuvieron casa. Muchas veces el enemigo venía y los, y los llevaba um, para pa atrás para sus uh, lugares, sus su países, como esclavos. 
And so there, there's this big battle that you started to see through the years. And, and, and I wrote down some of them, you know, and I, and I put here the Bible's full of examples uh, from Adam and Eve. Look at, that, look at the simplest term of Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve had a home, had a home, and then they were exiled from their home by God. We all know that story, you know, they're, they're, and, and I wrote down, a, a, you know, a, a term that just seemed, you know, they had one commandment to follow. They had one rule. Adam had taken care of business and done the stuff that he needed to do and was working through stuff, and, 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 but they had one rule that they had to follow, and they couldn't follow it. They get exiled. So we see Adam and Eve, and then we see Abraham. Abraham being captured or being a part of Babylon and God calling him and him going on to for God's people, for Israel. Then you're going to find a better place. But then we see after this that Israel now gets enslaved by Egypt. So now they get pulled back because we saw, we see Joseph, all this stuff, they go back to Egypt, and then they become slaves. So we're seeing this reoccurring cycle from home to being either slaved or, 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 uh, or leaving home back to going back to home again. And, of course, Mo- Moses leading them to, uh, um, to the promised land. So we see this thing, this, this yearning for the people of God to return to home to return to what God had given them. Amen? So, you know, and then we skip a little bit of time. There's still examples within it. But then we go to the times of Daniel. And when Daniel was there, they, they, they were Daniel and, and the three amigos. You remember the three amigos? Who are the three amigos? Everybody always says it all different all the time. What was it again? I can't, Liz, that mask is a little too tight on you there, sister. There you go. The three amigos, right? And Daniel. And they're in Babylon. And they're away, and they miss their home. They miss this. And they went through trials and tribulations as they were there. Desiring to be back with their people, but being away from home. Es importante, hermanos, que pensamos en eso, que t- tenemos ejemplos aquí como Adán y Eva, que hicieron una cosa, no, no, no obedecieron a Dios, y Dios, no sé cómo se dice exile, Dios les mandó de exilio, exilio, de el garden, no sé cómo se dice el garden de la jardín y, y podemos ver también ejemplos como Abraham 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 que él se fue de estaba de uh, un enemigo que se llamaba Babilonia Babilonia y podemos ver que él él se fue pero regresaron con con José atrás para Egipto y, y comenzaron a ser esclavos. Son muchos ejemplos de uh, gente en la Biblia 
que estaban en casa fueron esclavos, regresaron a casa, fueron esclavos. Pero ¿qué era esta casa? Esta casa que querían, esta casa que pensaban, estaban pensando. ¿Qué, qué era esta casa? ¿Qué ejemplo era esta casa? And that's why I want us to really think about what was this home that they were looking for? What was this, this place? Because we find sometimes too much comfort in where, where we're at, in what we're in. This life. We find too much comfort in this life. We love this life too much. And we're not supposed to be, you know, because we're going to see some examples here in the Bible where this life isn't supposed to be primary to us. Our life to come is supposed to be what's primary to us. No debemos amar esta vida, hermanos, tanto que nos olvidamos la vida que viene. La vida, la eterna vida. You know, we start to love this life more than the eternal life. We start to lose sight of that eternal life. Because our heart starts to deceive us. Our heart starts to confuse us. Nuestro corazón uh, comienza a engañarnos en esta vida, en pensando cosas, en creyendo cosas, que estamos olvidándonos de la vida que viene. Que es el más importante. If we could get to a point where this life is, means nothing to us. And see, this is where it's important to get to a point where we're just looking for what God has for us and everything that it comes with. And it's difficult at times. And there's a lot of distractions that come. But we see, you know, in the Bible, there is a lot of examples of Babylon. And Babylon's a very important because Babylon is spoken in Revelations. And Babylon had multiple stages, had stages that Babylon grew as a country too. And Babylon represents the world. And we can see that that was one of uh, uh, Israel's biggest enemies was Babylon. And when they were disobedient, they seemed to always be captured. We, we read that in the book of Judges. You guys remember that study? Some of y'all don't, right? Remember that they, when they struggled, they would get captured and they would pray to God, cry to God. God would free them, bring a hero, bring Samson, bring people, and they would be free again. And then they would go through that vicious cycle again of sin, repentance. Hero comes, then what? Re repeat again. So brothers and sisters, we find ourselves sometimes lost in this cycle with sin in our lives. Hay veces, hermanos, que estamos sufriendo en cosas, estamos experimentando el pecado en nuestras vidas, en nuestros corazones. ¿Por qué? Porque estamos enfocados en esta vida, no en la vida que viene. Estamos enfocados en esta vida, en sentimientos y diferentes cosas que vienen a nuestra vida aquí. We're, 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 we're so uh, locked into this world. We're thinking about this world so much. And what happens with parents, you know, that are holding a child and they're thinking about this world and raising a child and thinking about this world, they stop instilling the next world in their child. Oh, I didn't get no amens in that, so all y'all must be guilty of that. Listen to what I say in that, brothers and sisters. When we're so focused in instilling this world in our child, we're not instilling the next world that's coming. We have hopes and dreams. Oh, you're going to be this. Oh, you're going to do this. Oh, it's going to be like this for you and this and this. 
for what? We're all going to be worms. But man, when we start to instill the power of Jesus in them, they can do whatever they want. So I don't know what I don't know what God has in store from you, but if God's in you, look out. Our goal has to be that. But we get into sentiments of this world, just like Adam and Eve did, and just like everyone else that followed after them. El sentimiento viene, hermanos, como padres. Ay, que mi hijo va a hacer esto. Vamos a tener esto. Quiero que hagan esto. Y no estamos poniendo dentro de ellos la vida que viene para ellos. Que pueden entender que necesitan alabar a Dios. Pero ¿cómo van a entender si los padres están sufriendo en haciendo eso? ¿Cómo van a entender cuando están en el cielo? Nomás va a ser puro alabanza. Pura adoración. Si los padres están sufriendo en eso. Por eso está pagado la cosa. So we got to change these things. We got we to gotta find ourselves, you know, uh, uh, rebuking ourselves from these things and say, am I too much in this world? Am I too much in this world? Too much planning in this world and not enough planning the world that I'm going to enter. If we turn to Psalms 137.8, we read here, brothers and sisters, O daughter of Babylon, who art to be destroyed? Happy shall be, happy shall he be that rewardeth thee as thou hast served us. You see, this world is not our home. This world is not going to treat you right. This world is no friend of yours. This world should not have anything you look forward to. This world. Now, the beautiful thing about it is, is that grace and mercy and God has put that in us to be the salt of this world. We should be the examples in this world. We should be talking like the disciples talked of another world. Esta vida, hermanos, no te va a tratar bien. No es tu amigo esta vida, como dice aquí David. Ya cuando crees que es tu amigo, te mata, te roba. Debemos entender eso, hermanos. No, no creer que ay, ay, algo, algo bueno va a pasar. Hay cosas buenas. Hay en esta vida cosas buenas. Estando en Dios, sí, cosas buenas pasan, pero esta vida no es algo que debemos adorar. Es un tiempo de paso. It's a pastime, brothers and sisters. And God has blessed us as, as you know, as, you know, parents, grandparents, to, to go through these things and enjoy these things. Praise the Lord for that. But if we're wasting time in just following our heart instead of instilling 
that we're not doing anybody any good. Because there's going to be dark times that will come here to this world. And they're already here. But darker times where Bibles won't be here. Locations like this will not be here. Where it will not matter. It will not matter all these thoughts that we had because it's a different world. This is why we look forward to what God has promised us. I hope we do look forward to it, brothers and sisters. John 14, 1, we read here what Jesus said. John 14, 1, I'm going to read these fairly fast. Vamos a leer aquí, ¿qué dijo el Señor? Aquí en Juan 14, 1, hermanos. Amen. We'll start here. Let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. In my Father's house are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare a place for you. Okay, so brothers and sisters, right here, the Lord is defining because there was a lot of sentimental people. There's a lot of, there's always, we, could, we, we, we were reading in Thessalonians that, you know, they had questions like, what happens to the people that are dying in the things of God? What's going on here? We, we hear Jesus here saying, don't worry about this stuff. I'm going somewhere to prepare a place for you. La cosa que el temor viene muchas veces, hermanos. Ordidad de Dios viene porque no entendemos, no tenemos uh, una un manera de ver lo que Dios está diciendo aquí, que se fue a hacer qué? ¿Cómo dice aquí? Can you guys put it here in the middle? En la casa de mi padre muchas moradas hay. De otra manera os los hubiera dicho. Voy pues, que va, voy pues a preparar lugar para vosotros. So el Señor está diciendo aquí que no pueden ver, no pueden, no tienen los floor plans, no, 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 pero Él fue para preparar un lugar para nosotros. There's the promise. You see, but that's not good enough for some of us because we, we want to see the floor pans. We want to see, is it the picket fence? Is it this and that? Because we're still too in love with this world. Not recognizing that these things will not be needed when we're there. This is where we have to do the diagnostics on ourselves. See where we're at and see where our heart's at. See how much we're loving things and how much we're into things that are in vain. God help me. It says here in verse 3, And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself that where I am, there ye may be also. Brothers and sisters, here's the second part of it. You see, he's going to prepare a place for us because his father's house has many, many rooms, many mansions. And then here it is. I'm preparing something for you. Oh, guess what? I'm coming to get you, to take you there. No nomás va a ir a preparar algo, va a venir para atrás 
para agarrarnos, para llevarnos a Él. We forget that. We forget that in this world. We forget that because we're moving too much. Again, the, the responsibilities, all the things that are happening, the goals, the things and all this stuff. And, and, and all that stuff's fine, brothers and sisters, to have to plan and to do things like this. But when it overtakes your life that you forget about the next one. God will, God's going to bless us here. God's blessed us here. God will continue to bless us and provide and do things and has great things for the church. But I see a lot of people of God that were exiled from their homes, that were pulled into slavery, all because of disobedience, all because of different reasons, because God had a plan. God had to take them through in purification and fire. We keep reading here. Verse 4, and whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know, and whither I go, ye know, and the way ye know, Thomas saith unto him, Lord, we know not whither thou goest, and how can we know the way? So this is common right here. Thomas is a common person that's with Jesus, somebody that's at church, has been raised in church, it's, it's, they know who Jesus is. They walked with Jesus. They saw Jesus doing these things. They know about this stuff, but yet there's still a void there, something unanswered, saying, I don't know. This answer wasn't in Thomas. This place that had, Jesus had been there talking to them, this explanation of where he was going. So Thomas is a common example. Aquí tenemos Tomás, hermanos, preguntando que no entendía lo que estaba diciendo Dios donde iba a ir. Alguien que anduvo con Dios, con Jesús, vio los milagros. Podemos decir que estaba sentado en el frente en la iglesia y tenía esta pregunta para, el, para Jesús que no sabemos el qué, el camino porque su mental estaba aquí en este mundo no estaba en la vida que viene no puede entender eso cómo puede le pregunta aquí. Jesus said unto him, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. If ye had known me, ye should have known my Father also, and from henceforth ye know him and have seen him. Pretty self-explained here to Thomas. Ven simple lo puso a Tomás aquí. Tomás, ¿cómo puedes decir que no? Sabes que es el camino donde voy. Yo soy el camino. Explicándole a Tomás, 
preguntando a, a otra persona. Explaining to Thomas there, he found another person that was confused. And brothers and sisters, if we have two disciples, two disciples that were with Jesus, how is the church in this? If we have two examples of disciples here uh, that struggled with understanding this connection, how is the church here? Si tenemos dos ejemplos, hermanos, de dos discípulos que no entendieron lo que estaba diciendo Jesús aquí de este lugar donde iba. ¿Cómo está la iglesia ahorita? Y seguimos leyendo aquí, versículo 8, verse 8. Philip saith unto him, Lord, show us the Father, and it's sufficient us. Jesus said unto him, have I been so long time with you, yet hast thou not known me, Philip? He that hath seen me hath seen the Father. And how sayest thou, show us the Father? Believest thou that I am the Father and the Father in me? The words that I speak unto you, I speak not of myself, but the Father that dwelleth in me. He doeth the works. Believe me that I am in the Father and the Father in me, or else believe me for the very work's sake. Verily, verily, I say unto you, he that believeth on me, the works that I should do, he do also. Oh, the works that I do, shall he do also. And greater works than these shall he do, because I go unto my Father, and whatsoever ye shall ask in my name, that will I do, that the Father may be glorified in the Son. If ye shall ask anything, in my name, what does it say? I will do it. See, brothers and sisters, the name has power. But what has even more power is recognizing the name. El nombre tiene poder, hermanos. No podemos quitar el nombre de Jesús teniendo poder. Pero entendiendo el nombre. Pidiendo sabiduría en el nombre. Entendiendo que este lugar no es lo que debemos esperar en toda nuestra vida. Porque se va a acabar. We, we cannot put everything into this life. Because it's going to end. What we got to do is, is take advantage of the time God's given us. And make sure it's not only for the good things, because the great things are there. And I'm excited for those things, and I look forward to those things. But it's also making sure we fulfill God's purpose while we were here. Are you doing that? If not, shame on us. Shame on us if we're not. Shame on us if we're just taking the free pass in this life. Debemos, hermanos, en, este, en esta vida, hermanos, poner el trabajo de progresar, progresar, progresar lo que Dios ha llamado en nuestras vidas, con nuestra familia, con, con uh, amigos, con trabajadores, lo que sea. El amor que Dios ha puso en, en nuestras vidas 
se debe ver. Ese trabajo que tenemos. That's the work that we have while we're here. Some of us, we take an easy pass with it. Some of us, it's hard enough just for us. The ones that it's just hard enough for us, we haven't seen what's coming yet. We don't know what that promise is because we would get excited for that promise. That promise is enough for us. But it's hard, brothers and sisters, when we have all these things combating us. ¿Qué te está destorbando en tu vida ahorita que no estás viendo la promesa de Dios? What is disturbing your life right now that you cannot see the promise of God? And be very careful how you answer that because what's distracting you? Because our God's a jealous God. Debemos tener cuidado en eso, hermanos, que no debemos dejar cosas que, uh, sentimal, sentimales, senti, sentimentales y a nuestro corazón. Porque no vamos a ver la promesa de Dios. Vamos a estar como los ejemplos que hablamos aquí en la Biblia. Que no llegaron. A unos no llegaron. A ver la, la gloria de Dios. If we turn, brothers and sisters, to Matthew 6.19, we read again here. Mateo 6, 19. ¿Cuántos están gozando esta noche, hermanos? Está difícil, ¿no? Matthew 6.19 reads here. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth. What does that mean? Anything, anything that we hold value that distracts us from God is a treasure that's here on earth. A relationship could be a treasure here on earth that you value more than God. Family could be a treasure here on earth that you value more than God. Work could be a treasure here on earth. Being successful could be a treasure you shoot for here on earth. It doesn't get that distracts you from God. Hay muchas cosas, hermanos, que quitan nuestra visión a Dios porque lo, lo vemos como tesoro aquí en esta vida. We keep on reading here. Lay, lay not your, yourselves treasures upon earth. Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal. So it's a very basic example that it's giving you here of how it's defining treasure. Something that we can value, something that we, we think the world of, it's got our complete attention, but as the Bible says here, waste itself. Fades away. Becomes nothing. We keep reading here. 
but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart also be. So I ask you now, where is your heart at? Where's your heart at? La pregunta aquí, como dice aquí, porque donde estuviera vuestro tesoro, allí estará vuestro corazón. ¿Dónde está tu corazón ahorita? ¿Dónde está? ¿Está en esta vida? ¿Está ahorita en, en algo material, algo uh, físico? Porque yo, 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 yo puedo apostar todo en mi vida, hermanos, en esto, sabiendo esto. Si lo que está, va, vas a ver que va a ser el mecanismo que el enemigo va a pegar. I can guarantee you this. I can guarantee, I don't care who it is here. If it's your treasure or something, that's what the devil's going to hit. So if you didn't want to answer it, it's going to get answered. It's got answered in my life. It's happened to me. It happened to me. The test came to me. So if you don't want to answer, where is that treasure? Because you're going to find your heart there. ¿Dónde está, hermanos? Ese tesoro. Porque ahí vas a hallar tu corazón. It's quiet. Why? Because some of us are ashamed that it's in things that it maybe shouldn't be. That we've allowed something that's not even eternal here to affect the eternal. Some of us are just, again, we're Thomas and Phillips here like, I don't get it. Sorry, I don't see it. And it's scary because as the people of Israel, the fire came. The trial came. The correction comes. That's why I want to see it. That's why I'm like, God, make me see it. If I'm, a, if, if I'm putting my treasure in something that's temporary, if I'm putting my treasure in something that's not going to allow me to receive this uncorruptible treasure, this undestroyed treasure that you promised me, that you prepared for me, What is it that we're fighting? I feel like a spirit of fighting. There's like a spirit like, I don't get it. Uh, uh, I'm not really understanding. I feel like a, it's like a fogginess here. I rebuke whatever it is. Because some of us are putting our hearts in things that are going to waste away. I want to see this next place that God has for me. In studying these books where these disciples went to other countries, they gave up so much. They gave up so much. Lost their lives, lost things, tortured things that were horrible. We, none of us have experienced these type of things that they did, and it was all because they were progressing God's kingdom. Powerful. 
have that conviction, to have that desire, to sell out everything. Keep reading here. Verse, oh, I'm sorry, I ended there. Verse 21, for where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. Doesn't matter what it is, brothers and sisters. We can think it's something very simple. It could be health. Some of us have treasured health here, health problems, health issues. We've, we've allowed those to rule over us, to enable us. Some of us have used them as victimhood. That's why I don't praise God. It's not because of that. It's because there's spirits that come with that. There's depression that comes with that. I'm, I, I, I want to talk to it all tonight. I don't want any kind of spirit to get free and feel comfortable here tonight. I want us to be free from these things, including myself. I want clear vision on what's ahead. Quiero estar libre en estas cosas, hermanos. Muchas veces usamos enfermedades como, como tesoros. ¿Cómo puedes decir eso, Gabriel? Porque estamos tan viendo la enfermedad, no estamos pensando que cuando se acaba esta vida vamos a tener algo mejor. Qué locura que alguien está enfermo aquí y está pensando que eso nomás es temporal. Qué bueno ejemplo, ejemplo tuvimos, tenemos nosotros en, en la hermana Sandra. Qué buen ejemplo. What a great example we had in Sister Sandra. Hearing her get up and praising God and glorifying God and knowing all these different things and her just saying, always, 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 to the last. The strength we, we saw in somebody that was ready for that. I'm tired of that. I'm tired of this. Have that courage because she saw her treasure. Para tener esa confianza, para tener. Pero ella vio su tesoro en el cielo. Qué bonito ejemplo Dios nos dio ahí. If we turn to Hebrews 11. Hebrews 11. How many of y'all praising, your, praising the Lord this evening, brothers and sisters? Let's praise the Lord. Come on. Wake that spirit up. Get out of quarantine. Take that mask off your spirit. Praise the Lord. Hebrews 11, 8. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out into the place which he should, after receive for an inheritance, obeyed. Qué bonito, hermanos, que en la Biblia vemos muchos ejemplos de personas oyendo la voz de Dios Haciendo lo que la voz de Dios dijo y Dios bendeciéndolos, bendeciéndolos. Y si me entienden. How beautiful we see examples here in the Bible where people were obedient to God's voice, doing what God said, and God blessed them. What a great example. That's exciting for me. That's, that's the kind of treasure that I want to find. It's like, okay, I'm going to be obedient to God. God's bringing word. I'm not going to fight this word that he's telling me. Abraham could have fought it. You heard pastor talking about it. What an example of Abraham, right? You know, I, I'm asking for a son all, all my life. God gives me a son, and now God says sacrifice him. 
Well, look at this. God wanted to see. Do you treasure this? What did Abraham say? No, I don't treasure this. I treasure you. Because God knows where it's going to hurt when it's not focused on him. When there's things in us that need to be revealed. That's why it's better for us to reveal them here and just like, okay, amen, okay, God, show me this. Okay, I've been feeling this. Guide me, Holy Spirit. Okay, Holy Spirit, show me that I'm doing these things wrong. Okay, I shouldn't have acted this way. I shouldn't treat people this way. I shouldn't have done this. I shouldn't have done that. Holy Spirit, guide me through the word. Guide me through the word. And then what's better than that? This the freedom that comes is knowing that I'm being obedient to God. But what happens? We sometimes have too much pride to get off the horse to reverse a little bit. And then here becomes a cycle again, right? Sin enslaved praying for God freedom sin. We have to break this cycle. And we see here, Abraham, where's that out here? Verse eight, right? should after receive for an inheritance obeyed and went out not knowing whether he went. He just went. Beautiful. I hear you, God. I'm going. Powerful. How many of us, we can do that? I don't know. Some of us have to have a complete plan. No, we got to know this. We got to know that. But we see here when it wasn't about here for people. By faith, he sojourned in the land of promise as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. all relatable you got to see this as a new location a new desire a retirement 401k prepare yourself for this through faith also sarah herself received strength to conceive to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promise, therefore sprang there even of one and him as good as dead. So many as the stars of the sky and multitude and as the sand, which is by the seashore, innumerable. These all died in faith not having received the promises, but having seen them far off. Listen to that. I love how that said that. You see, you see, some of us, we value this so much. We're valuing it. We value it. We value it. We value this so much that we forget about what's coming. We value this so much. They saw what was coming and valued that. And even though they're resting right now, they know that that promise is there. 
and they're at rest. Beautiful, beautiful when your faith takes you and says, I'm going to work, I'm going to work. And, and, and it's not like a light switch that just turns off and, you're, and it's, they know. They know that the process that this takes. And I like how it said it here. What verse are we on here, 13? These all died in faith, not having received the promises, but having seen them afar off and were persuaded of them and embraced them and confessed that they were strangers and pilgrims on the earth. Are you visiting? Are you a resident here? Does your passport say this world? Or is it just stamped of this world because you were here? They knew this was not their home. We see these great stories. We see these examples. Some of us are struggling with this. Some of us are struggling with the love so much of this, 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 where we're at, that we're missing what they saw and the peace that it brings to see what they saw. Verse 14. For they that say such things declare plainly that they seek a country. And truly, if they had been mindful of that country from whence they came out, they may have had the opportunity to have returned. But now they desire a better country. That is an heavenly, that wherefore God is not ashamed to be called their God, for he hath prepared for them a city. Some of us are disappointed right now because we wanted a country. We wanted to be out in the country because we're country folks. But what God is preparing is something beautiful, something precious, something we must put everything we have, every thought we have into. Look around us and see that everything is temporary and appreciate what is temporary and take advantage of the opportunity, especially in directing in the things that I was mentioning earlier. Let's not fall asleep at the wheel. God has called us to be responsible. Some of us fall asleep at the wheel too often. Help us, God, to not do these things. Amen. If we turn to Ephesians 2.19. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints and of the household of God. Brothers and sisters, when we recognize, when we receive salvation, It was like applying for a new citizenship. And Paul's excited here to tell them that. Can't see yourself as you you were. Now you're something. You're a new citizen. He was trying to encourage them to understand that we plan too much for something that God has not planned, it's all in vain. 
we know what God has planned. He told us what he planned. If we put that as our focus, then our directions and, and, and his planning for us align. If we put that as our focus. That's why we cannot let these little blimps of things that happen, these blessings and all these little things that happen that we think that, oh, that's God. If that's a distraction, that's not God. Not, not enough amens or hallelujahs on that one, but praise the Lord. You guys will figure it out, I guess. Again, if these things that pop up that we call blessings are separating us from seeing the end game, seeing that in God, they're not, they're not blessings, they're distractions. They're going to remove us. Help us, God, to hear your voice clearly tonight, to see you clearly in this, Jesus. If we have a lot of love for things here, Jesus, if we have a lot of hope for things here, Jesus, and not things to come in you, not to be with you, this is where we're missing out on the opportunity. Because the times are evil, the days are evil. Second Peter 3.8 to that real quick brothers and sisters I think I might not have given them all the verses on that one 3.8 and I believe it was to excuse me one second my number cut off here I want to make sure that I get Let's just read here. I'm going to read it. If I keep on going, it was it was 3, 8 through, it's another verse. So you guys can take that one off. But beloved, be not ignorant of this one thing, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years, and a thousand years as one day. We can see here Peter talking differently now, right? Because we see in the book of Acts that he was telling everybody, you got to sell stuff, all these different things, because Jesus is coming. And now Jesus had corrected him and said, okay, Peter, look at things differently now. And Peter says something very beautiful, that one day, as a thousand years, I'm sorry, with the Lord as a thousand years, wait a second, that one day is with the Lord as a thousand years and a thousand years as one day, Amen. The Lord is not slack concerning his promise, as some men count slackness, but is long-suffering toward usward, to, to usward, not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. But the day of the Lord will come as a thief in the night, in the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise, and the elements shall melt with fervent heat. And the earth also and the works that are therein shall be burned up. Seeing then that all these things shall be dissolved, what manner 
of persons ought ye to be in all holy conversation and godliness. Knowing what the plan is for this place, knowing that it doesn't matter what what we've thought of and and what it's going to be. My dad and I were joking around. I was like, we're not going to take anything with us. We're working. We're doing all these different things, killing ourselves for these things, but we're not taking anything with us. We should be concerned on how we're living at these moments. And he gives it as an example of the godliness, amen? What verse was I on there? I'm sorry, 11. Verse 12, looking for and hasting unto the coming of the day of God, wherein the heavens being on fire shall be dissolved. And oh, I read that already, didn't I? May you say it again? Elements shall melt with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth wherein dwelleth righteousness. Wherefore, beloved, seeing that ye look for such things, be diligent that ye may be found of him in peace without spot and blameless. New heaven, new earth. Nuevo cielo, nuevo mundo. Dice aquí, y debemos esperar en esto. Debemos enfocar en esto, hermanos. Porque esta vida no te da nada. No te da nada. This world will break your heart. It'll destroy you. You see it. It's God that has us in this world that's allowing this world to be blessed. God is blessing this world because of his love for the saints. We cannot forget that his mercy, the mercy that's here is because of his saints. And like he said, it's because he doesn't want to see people be destroyed. His mercy. Where are we struggling? What are we struggling with? That this is so, so, so valuable to us. That we're missing out in talking about what's to come. Is it, is it weird to talk about death? To look forward to death? Is it weird? Is that what it may be? Is there sentiments that will come here saying, well, you just want to die? Is it because of me? Is it because of me? What do I do? Is it because I burned the eggs in the morning? Or it's because of the work we're putting in here, brothers and sisters, for God, the obedience. Or is it the pain that this world has brought to many of us that we look forward to being with God? So much to process, amen? We got some work to do. 1 Corinthians 2, 9. I'm going to ask the musicians to pass on up. 1 Corinthians 2, 9. But as it is written, I hath not seen nor ear heard, neither have entered into the heart of man. 
the things which God hath prepared for them that love him. No eye, no podemos imaginar, hermanos, no podemos imaginar lo que ha hecho Dios para nosotros. La eternidad. No podemos imaginar esto, hermano. No hay color, no hay algo que has visto en este, en el televisión, lo que sea. Que va a ser como ha preparado el Dios para nosotros para ver su grandeza. There's nothing in this world, there's no color, there's nothing you've seen anywhere. Fiji, the bluest, whitest, sandest, highest mountains that can compare to what God has prepared for us. Our sister Sandra, in all her pain, is not in pain anymore. I tell you, brothers and sisters, there's something beautiful about a promise. ¿Por qué no nos paramos, hermanos? Why don't we stand up? Hay algo muy bonito, hermanos, en una promesa. Una promesa que alguien te da. Yo, yo, yo necesito tener cuidado con, con mi hijo Tristan. Porque si yo digo algo, vamos a... That's good. I got to be careful with Tristan because if I just say something, oh, we're going to, oh, that's it. We got to do it. We, some of you have kids. You guys have been there too because it's something they're looking forward to. In this sense of things, God wants us to be like children and imagine the beauty of what God has created for us. This world has, has blinded us, brothers and sisters, to the ugliness of what it is. Ugliness of what it is. I, I, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I fully don't think we understand the ugliness. We see movies will portray ugliness. But now you could just open up your phone. I opened up my phone and I saw a video of a young girl with duct tape around her arms and her mouth coming up to some people. I'm not going to do that. Coming up to some people who had just ran away from being abducted in Louisville, Kentucky. And these people are tearing off the duct tape off her. They had it. They were recording it. Couldn't believe it. That's the world we're living in that some people, she had just got away. That's the world we're living in. That's the world that we're desiring to be in. That's the world that we're working hard and doing all these things and putting as priority in our lives here. That's the world. That's the world we're desiring to be in more than the world that God has promised us. And for me, I don't want to see that as, 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 as where it ends at. I want to see what's next. I want to believe that God has something great for us. I don't want to lose myself in the craziness of this world. I want to lose myself knowing that God has prepared a place for me.
has prepared a place for you. Let's think about this for a second, brothers and sisters. No matter what you're going through right now, here on this earth, this earth's going to fade away. But what you've gone through this earth, has it taken you to your new home? Have you seen these things glorified God in these things? Praise God in these things. Give it him everything in these things. And if we haven't, we have an opportunity to repent. To ask God, forgive me, God, for not putting you above everything, Jesus. For being distracted, Father. Forgive me, Jesus. Because I've made treasures of things that are going to waste. Help me to see you, Father, in everything that I do. Help me to see you, Father, in everything that I do. Let's pray, brothers and sisters. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Father. We thank you for your promise, Lord. We find ourselves here, Lord, searching all our life, Jesus, for a home. We find ourselves here, Lord, just wandering, Lord, thinking that we found it and just found out that it's not our final destination, Lord. I ask, Father, that you, Lord, open up our minds, Lord, to see this promise, this great gift that you've given us, Lord, that salvation brings to us, Jesus. This new citizenship, as Paul said, that has brought us, Lord Jesus. We thank you, Jesus. Encourage all of us, Lord, that we struggle, Lord. We're holding on too much to something that's Wasting away, Father. Help us, Lord, to hold on to you and your promise, Lord Jesus. To push away all things that distract us, Father. To put you, Father, as authority in our lives, Lord. Not our emotions, not our sentiments, Jesus. That blind us, Lord. That we could see have blinded your people through the years, Father. I ask right now that your spirit, Lord, your whole, the Holy Spirit, Father, fall upon us, Jesus, and restore our minds, Lord. Strengthen us, Father. Encourage us, Lord. Put a new adrenaline in us, Lord, to seek you, Lord, to speak of you, Father. Not to look around the cubicle, not to look around the house, not to look around and just say, here we go again, same old, same old but not to see this place as the end place. But to be in your presence, Father. To be in your presence, Lord. To be guided by you, Father. To praise you day and night for eternity, Jesus. All we thank you, Lord, for the love that you've given us while we're here, Lord, and the mercy that you've shown us when we're here, Father. That I desire to be with you, Jesus. Help my brothers and sisters, Lord, that are struggling with this, Father. That are weighted down with things that are here on this earth, Father. We ask, Lord, that you free us from these things, Lord. We want to feel gravity. Oh, to be with you, Jesus. 
Thank you, Father.